Welcome to the Message Podcast from Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to subscribe for updates and new episodes. You can find us on most major podcast outlets. Visit cotnaz.org for more info. Our worship services stream weekly on Sundays at 9 a.m. on YouTube. You can also find our live stream at cotnaz.org. Our in-person service times are 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have a campus near Harrisonburg at 1871 Boyers Road. We also have a campus in East Rockingham at 414 South East Side Highway in Elkton. In addition, our Spanish-speaking campus meets on Sundays at 11.45 a.m. at that same 1871 Boyers Road location. Check out our website, cotnas.org, for more info. Many of you will participate in the common traditions of attending parties and eating special New Year's food. Then, at 11.59 p.m., more than one billion people from all over the world will tune in to see the sparkling Waterford Crystal Times Square New Year's ball drop and welcome in 2024. There are some things I already know about the coming year. If you are in Christ, God will be with you in 2024. You will change. We all will change in the coming year. The you sitting here this morning will be new in the coming year. But here's the question. Will that change align with God's plan for your life? New year, new you, isn't just a catchy slogan. It's an invitation to embrace God's plan for your life. There are three types of people here today. The Christian who is walking with Jesus. The person who has fallen away from Christ. And the person who has never accepted Jesus as Lord. God loves you. And he has a plan for your life. As we get ready for the new year, are you willing to be made new? A new beginning means that you are allowing yourself to accept changes that reflect his plan and not yours. Good change. The old self. The old life has failures that are in the past. The things of the past do not have to define who you are today. Let us pray. Dear Lord, as your word says in Jeremiah 29, 11, it assures us, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans of good, plans not of evil, but to give us a future and a hope. Oh, Jesus, we claim that promise that you spoke to Jeremiah. And we ask you to help us to believe and trust in your beautiful plans for us. God, in times of confusion and doubt, we ask that we will trust you, that we will look to you for guidance 
in difficult times, Lord, help us, God, to know that you're working even when we can't see that you're working. Oh, Lord, you do have a future of hope and not of disaster for me and for everyone here. And we want your plan in the coming year. We love you, Lord. And we ask these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love God's word as it is filled with truth for you and you and you and for everyone that's here, including me. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, he is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask, all that we can imagine according to his power that is in work within us. Wow. More than we might ask or think. I mean, that sounds impossible, right? I mean, how can that be when we are people who constantly ask and think about the things that we want? A lot is going to happen this year. Some you'll expect and some you won't. God is sovereign. He knows all things and he has a promise for you and me, and it's worth repeating. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. That is a promise for you and for me. Put your name in that scripture. It is a promise for you. God has good plans for you, but it's a choice you must make. The Bible says to put away your former way of life, your old self corrupt and deluded by its lust, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to clothe yourselves with a new self created according to the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. The Apostle Paul wrote the book of Ephesians during his imprisonment in Rome, and that was approximately A.D. 60. It is a letter written to the church at Ephesus, and to all believers today to strengthen the church. Ephesians is a letter of encouragement. The Bible states that there is an old self that people have, which needs to be done away with. We are to throw off the old self and put on the new self. Our old way of life before Jesus living in our heart, it's in the past. Paul uses the metaphor of throwing off the old self, just like taking off old clothes, and they need to be thrown away. The nature of the old self is sometimes associated in Scripture with the term sarks or flesh. Sarks is used to describe the weak, frail, mortal flesh of the sinful nature of the old self. 
It is a self that is focused on this world as its top priority. Although God is a priority, he is not the top priority. Unfortunately, many people who call themselves Christians get wrapped up in the affairs of this world and lose keeping a heavenly focus on Christ. What kind of Christian are you? Are you wrapped up in the affairs of this world? Are you focused on Christ? We are told to put off the former way of life, the old self. The Greek word that the English translations render, put off, is a word that is used for setting aside clothing. We can all agree that in this world, clothing matters. I mean, we've heard the sayings, dress for success. Clothes make the man, clothes make the woman. Our clothes make a statement about us. Clothes often reflect your profession, your values, and even your social status. Paul tells us that we have to lay the old self aside because it is corrupted by deceitful desires. Our desires are lying to us. They are telling you that you will be happy if you will obey your desires. They are telling you, if it feels good, just do it. If you could just do what you feel like doing, it would fix everything. I'm sure you've heard this saying, sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than what you want to pay. Putting off the old self is not just changing a few things in your life or changing a behavior or two. Putting off these clothes means getting rid of the old way of how we used to do it. Within the last three weeks, Thomas, my sweet husband, and I, we've had vehicle problems. I mean, first, the radiator went out of my car. Second, the brakes went out of his car. Third, the alternator went out of my car. And these were long, hard jobs that required hard work and Thomas's clothes. They got extremely dirty and greasy. Thomas took a shower after working on the vehicles each day. And when he got out of the shower, he put on some clean clothes. Then he sat down to eat dinner with clean clothes on. I mean, putting on clean clothes goes without saying. I mean, right? I mean, sure. I mean, seriously, would you work all day on a vehicle, get greasy, take a shower, and then afterwards put on the same dirty clothes? I don't think so. Nor should a Christian put on the old ways. Life is short. As followers of Christ, living the Christian life is both 
a one-time decision. And some of you have already made that decision. And others may not have. But it is also making a decision for Christ in the ordinary seconds, the minutes, hours, weeks, and years. It is always a conscious commitment to serve Jesus. He will unfold the new in you if you're willing. My hope is that you will begin this new year of 2024 rather than making New Year's resolutions is that you will stop and think about a new you in Christ. New clothes are sometimes stiff. They do not feel as comfortable. But Paul is giving us a picture that we need to get rid of the old clothes. Two questions that you should ask yourself for the new year. One, what do I need to put off? Two, what do I need to put on? Make the choice that you're going to get rid of how you think about life. Stop doing things because that is the way you've always done it. Stop doing things because that is the way your family or your friends do it. Commit to putting off the old way of life. Taking off the old clothes and throwing them away. Leave the past behind. Put on the new you in the new year. Verse 23 says, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. It is important that we have an attitude change. We need to have a new way of thinking about things. We can't just put on a new set of clothes without renewing of your mind, a new way of thinking about things. It is impossible to change our behavior without changing our thoughts and the way we think about things. A transformation takes place from the inside out. It is the renewing of your heart, mind, and soul, and it is a constant process. When transformation takes place inside of us, rather than laughing about an unclean joke, we run it through the filter of Christ. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Rather than listening to what folks are saying about someone and participating in gossip, we run our words of response to the filter of Christ. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Start asking the question, what would Jesus do? And then let that be your answer. 
Our old clothes, they feel good. They feel comfortable. And so often, it is so easy to justify putting on the old self because of our circumstances. I will say it again. Always stop and ask the question, what would Jesus do? Rather than collapsing to what our desires tell us to do, stop and run your desires through the filter of Christ. Listening to what you think and your emotions without running things through the filter of Christ is what the world tells you to do. And it is putting back on the old self-clothes. Doing this will ruin our lives and go against the good plans and the purpose of what God has promised for your life. What is good and holy is only seen through the filter of Christ. Verse 24, and to clothe yourselves with the new self, created according to the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. Truly knowing Jesus only comes to the new self. There is a distinct difference between knowing about someone and truly knowing someone. Similarly, there are many people who know a lot about Jesus without having a relationship with him, without being transformed from the inside out. A transformed heart brings new thinking. It is the new thinking that allows the new clothes to be put on. When we run everything through the filter of Christ, our life changes. We begin to see others through the eyes of Christ. The choices we make, the words we speak are just totally different as we run things through the filter of Christ. Paul is talking about the new clothes that are created in the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. We are to be imitators of Christ to the world through our thinking and actions. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35. The point in putting on used clothes is so we may be imitators of Christ. Jesus is calling for a specific decision by everyone in this room. As a believer, he is calling you to go deeper, to take off that old and put on the new. I want you to meet Nick Boychik. I met Nick over 10 years ago at our Harrisonburg campus. All Nick wants is God's plan for his life. And as you'll see, that hasn't 
been easy. I want you to know that the fear of being alone and having no purpose in your life is one of the most disabling things that you'll ever experience in your life. God says in the Bible, I have a plan for you. I'm thinking, really? Do you decide to keep on believing and waiting to see what happens and trust Him? Or do we conclude to do this? There is no God. I'm alone. There is no hope. There is no purpose. And at age 10, I tried to end my life, but I'm still here. All I could see were broken pieces, and I had no idea that there would ever be hope for someone truly disabled. Emotionally, mentally, spiritually. But when you look at the word disabled, D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D, when you turn your back on the lies like this, and you come to the truth, the truth will set you free. Do I look disabled to you today? No. When you put a G-O, go, walk by faith and not by sight, and you put a G-O in front of the word disabled, it spells God is able to do what? Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever ask, imagine, or attain. What does that mean? It actually means that God has a good plan. He never withholds any good gifts. I was 15 years old and I read John chapter 9. A man was born blind and no one knew why. Jesus was asked by everyone, why was this man born blind? Now, my doctors don't know why I was born this way. My parents don't know why I was born this way. And I want you to know that we don't have any answers for my birth defect. Jesus said this blind man was born this way because God's works are going to be revealed through him. Jesus spits on the dirt, puts mud on the face of the blind man, and there is no record of the blind man saying anything flinching, asking anything, moving backward, nothing. Jesus performs his miracle as he is still. I realized Jesus did not sit the blind man down and say, uh, Mr. Blind Man, my name is JC. I'm the healer. I'm about to spit in the dirt and give you a facial. And after we wipe the mud off your face, you're going to see. He didn't do that. God doesn't need to tell me His plan. I just need to be still and believe He has a plan. That's when you walk by faith. Why would you need faith if God told you everything? If I was age 8 and I prayed for arms and legs 
And God instead told me everything he's going to do until the age of 33. You got to be kidding me. I would die of shock. Writing books. 55 languages. If God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet, then who can God not use? Amen. He loves you. And he can do anything with your broken pieces. Amen. So, as you prepare for the new year, ask yourself these questions. What do I need to put off? And what do I need to put on? And today, you can throw off the old self and put on the new. If you know Jesus, that is about where he wants you to Go deeper in your relationship with him this coming year. How can you grow closer to him, to be more like him, to love him deeper in a more intimate way? But perhaps you don't know him. There is no easier time than now to make your decision to live your life trusting God and that he has good plans for you and a purpose for your life of your future with hope and not disaster. Today, you can ask Jesus to forgive you for wearing the old clothes. You can ask him to come live in your heart. You can ask him to help you with your attitude to trust him, to believe, to change by putting on new clothes. Jesus will meet you exactly where you are. Choose Jesus to help you change your thinking, values, and your motives. When you're transformed, he's continuing to form you in his image. The liberation of the Holy Spirit living in you begins to change the world of all those around you. You become contagious. People want what you have. When you turn to God in obedience, the world's influences diminish. Have you trusted Jesus for your salvation? Have you experienced the mercies of his love? Are you trusting God that he has a good plan for your life with a future of hope and not disaster? Let us pray. All eyes closed. Dear Lord, you're calling everyone in this room to a life of transformation you desire for each of us to have a closer walk with you. Please help us to throw off the old self, to put on the new in whatever area of our life, God, that needs to be new. We want to be imitators of you to our family, to the people we know, to that person, God, that cuts us off on Highway 33, to everyone. You desire for us not to look and act like the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, heart, and soul. Oh, Lord, 
Help us to trust you. Your ways are best, even when we do not understand. Help us to be imitators of you. Now, I'm speaking to three groups of people in this room. Please, all eyes closed. One, today you're a Christian and you're thankful for your salvation. However, today God has spoken to your heart about something that you need to throw off, something that belongs in the past. God desires a newness in that area of your life. If that is you and you desire to surrender it to Jesus, you can say, I am taking off this old self and I need your help. Just slip up your hand right now. Thank you. Jesus, we thank you for the courage that you're giving, folks. Thank you. Number two, today you are someone that once was a Christian. You're sitting here and you know that you've fallen away from your walk with God. You were once walking with clean clothes, and because of the things in the world, your life circumstances, you have returned to what is comfortable. You have put on the old clothes, and today you know that you want to surrender to God and say, I am taking off the old self, and I need you to help me keep it off. If that's you, just slip up your hand. All eyes are closed. Thank you. Again, Jesus, thank you for courage that you're giving. Number three, today... You are someone who has never taken off the old clothes. You're here today. It's not by accident. You've heard this message, and you know that God is speaking loudly to your heart. You want to take off those old ways. You want to live your life victoriously, trusting God that he has a good plan for your life with a future of hope and not disaster today. You're asking God to forgive you for the things that you have done that have hurt him. Today, you're asking God to come live in your heart, to help you change, and to continue to change to be like him. Today, you're saying, I need your help, Jesus. I want to change. I want you to live in my heart. I want to turn to you. I want to take off the old clothes and put on the new. If that is you, just slip up your hand right now. Thank you, God. Jesus, you're here and we thank you. Today and every day for the believer can be a new start. No matter what your past looks like, your future can be bright. And I am living proof of that. 
Father, we thank you for the decisions that have been made this morning. Please help me. Help my church family. Help us, God, to be transformed by you so that I will, we will bring hope to others through you. Please help us to share your love with everyone we know and that we will meet. We love you, Lord, and we ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. You can email us at info at cotnaz.org for any questions about our church. When you're done listening today, please subscribe to this channel for updates and new episodes.